Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, did you know that I've created just for you a massive collection of freebies that includes my Do Something book. It's a no BS guide for anyone who wants to stop wasting their time today. There's also the Fabulous Day Cheat Sheet, the 25 Ways to Make Your Life Instantly Better Guide. I've also included a 12-month habit tracker template, the Abundant Mindset Guide. There's also the fantastic Your Future Self Workbook. It's a workbook designed to help bring your future self to life. And finally, the Vent and Move On workbook. It's a workbook I designed to help you resolve any issue. Right now, all these freebies are sitting inside my secret library, which you can sign up and access for your dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash freebies. That's forward slash freebies. There is honestly so much goodness there. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. So welcome to this episode. Today we are going to be having a conversation about setting up a really good morning routine for you. No, not everyone is a morning person, but I really think it's true what they say, that if you start the day off on the right foot, you increase your chances of having a more fabulous day. So obviously everyone's going to have their own morning routine that works best for them, especially depending on what time you need to go to work, what time you normally wake up, etc. So just take all of this advice with a grain of salt. I want it to inspire you to come up with your own morning routine, but I thought I'd like to share with you 10 things that I like to ideally get done before I have to leave the house in the morning. Well, technically I do work from home most days now, but you guys know what I mean. Once the kids are off to school, 8.30, the house is empty. I like to have these things done before then. So let's start with number one. So number one is just starting the day. As soon as you wake up, take a deep breath and show some gratitude. Like, doesn't it feel so good to be alive? Now, Oprah, you know, I love Oprah. I've never forgotten the fact that she once said that the biggest game changer for her was starting a gratitude journal. And out of all the things that she's ever taken on board, that has been the one that has the most impact on her life. So like her, I have a gratitude journal myself and I like to write in it every morning. I like to start the day by thinking about the things that I'm grateful for. It definitely makes me feel a little bit more blessed and totally grateful for the things that I have in my life. As opposed to always focusing on what we don't have, I think it's really important to focus on the things that we do have. I like to also challenge myself to come up with five new things every day. It starts to get a little bit difficult, but I'm telling you, when you force yourself to stretch your mind in that way, it really is amazing the things that you come up with. Now, number two, kiss and cuddle your loved ones. So this is something that I actually used to advocate when I was a full-time parenting blogger because I once read that if you spend just three minutes with each child first thing in the morning, solely focused on them without distraction, looking into their eyes and listening to what they have to say to you, that that would eliminate a lot of the misbehavior and attention-seeking behaviors that might pop up later on in the day. And I think this works actually just as well in practice with other people like your husband or partner or whoever you have else in the house with you. Now, if you think of everyone as having a cup that needs to be filled with love, just some one-on-one time together is the quickest way to fill that cup to the brim. Now, there's no joy in sending a loved one to work or school with an empty love cup. And it is such a simple thing to do. You might just give a quick kiss, a cuddle, make sure to say I love you to the people who need to hear it the most from you. Literally, that might just take a minute, but it makes a difference in your day. Now, the next tip that I love, love to do, and I've done this ever since I was a teenager, is start the day by making your bed. Now, as I mentioned, I think I've mentioned it before, like this is a deeply ingrained habit for me. I don't know why, but as soon as I woke up when I was a teenager, 
That was literally the first thing that I would do. I would just make the bed immediately unless the sheets need to be stripped for washing. And even then, like I put the clean replacement sheets straight away on. And the reason I do this is so simple. It takes like one minute to do. Honestly, it's that quick haul. I don't know if everyone else is a bit slower. Like I imagine that within two to three minutes, you'd get it done. But within a minute, it just totally ups the tidiness status of my bedroom. It makes my room look so much better. So remember, a tidy room equals a tidy mind or just a clear mind. So it's something just a quick, easy thing to do. Now, the next thing I do after that, number four, is drink two glasses of water. Now, we all know the importance of drinking at least two liters of water a day, but how many of us actually get that quota in? Now, I know I'm prone to forgetting if I don't actually make this a priority in my morning. So I literally walk downstairs, pour myself two cups and drink away. I normally, I like my water a bit warm, which is sort of a bit weird. And I add a dash of lemon, sometimes a bit of ginger. And then I also prep my water bottle at that point. So it's ready to go with me, like whether I'm going out of the house or if I'm working, it just stays by my side. I tend to drink bulk of my water actually early in the day because I don't have to worry about getting thirsty later or waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, which is something that happens if you drink a lot of water. So I like to just start that early in the day. I know it's a simple task, but it's super important and essential, especially in terms of achieving good health. And that brings me to tip number five, just dressing in a way that makes you feel happy. So how many of us have ever put on an outfit uh, like early in the morning and then by 11 o'clock, like you're regretting it. You're like, we realized you hated that you you picked something that just didn't feel comfortable. And if you'd already gone to work, you just felt uncomfortable for the rest of the day. So in case you can't tell, that is something that I probably did when I worked outside of the home. And let me say that it definitely helps if you actually just get rid of all the clothes that you don't like. So if you don't fit something, get rid of it from your wardrobe. You don't need to have it in your mind. Well, I actually meant to say in your wardrobe, but you get what I mean, because whenever you have crap around or extra clutter, it does clutter your mind at the same time. And secondly, I really actually believe in the power of clothes. I think that they have the power to impact your attitude and affect your mood for the rest of the day. So if you're not like entirely convinced that, that could be true, I would recommend or just, you know, give it a go, like try on a really corporate suit and tell me how that makes you feel. It's really hard to be comfortable in a suit like that. Or if you put on a ball gown, let's just say, that actually makes you feel a little bit different. So you would feel different depending on what you're wearing. So take some time to think about wearing something that actually makes you feel really good. My goal is just simply to dress in a way that makes me feel happy every day. It's like I'm not picky, just happy and comfortable. It makes me feel good. Now, I'm a little older now, so I've probably worked out my unique style. I get to work from home, so I get to be comfortable. Sort of know what makes me feel comfortable, what makes me feel confident. I know what doesn't, like wearing a tracksuit. I probably wouldn't ever do that, like dressing like a bit of a bum. It's not my style. I do like comfort. I love dresses in summer and just keeping it really simple. So you need to do the same. Like you need to work out what clothes suit you best. Like what's your style? What clothes have a positive impact on your attitude and dress in a way that makes you happy too. And that takes me to tip number six, which is write down a list of all the things that you actually want to achieve that day. So the secret to having a really good day is to write down what you want to get done that day. Like Now, there are always things that you know you need to take care of. Like for me, it might be getting my car registered or maybe I need to book in a dental appointment or get my receipts in order for the accountant or clear my inbox, etc. So it's helpful to remember that the things that you need to get done are never, ever going to go away, like especially if they're important and urgent. And if you ignore them, they're only going to cloud your mind further. So just pick what is an achievable amount to tackle each day. I like to always pick three main priorities, like three things that I can tick off that list. I do not add 10. I don't overwhelm my to-do list. 
I might have a list of all the little things like on the side to sew, but I just pick three things to work on that day. Now you have to remember there are seven days in a week and you don't get a medal for trying to be a superwoman and ticking off every box if you are going to be losing your mind in the process. So just schedule what's feasible and just most important, even if it's one thing for you or two things, I like to just make it a maximum of three. That's what I would work on. Now, the next thing that I try to do in the morning is number seven, scheduling some time for myself or scheduling time for you is what I recommend that you do because life wouldn't be nearly as much fun if we were doing all this dream chasing and intentional living and then we never actually got to have any me time. So I just make sure that every day involves something special that you can do for yourself. So that's what I do. Like I like to know that maybe tonight I'm going to be reading a chapter or two of my favorite book. I'm always reading a new fiction book, or maybe I'm going to be having a bath, or maybe I'm going to be going to a movie. It doesn't have to be anything expensive or too time consuming. It can be something so simple as going to bed early or watching a TV show or whatever. Just pick something that nurtures your soul, that makes you feel nourished, that is filling your cup as opposed to always filling the cup of others. Because remember, we spoke about filling that cup up making sure that other people feel loved, but you need to be able to do the same for yourself and make sure that you are nurturing yourself. Now, the next thing I like to do is number eight, go for a walk. So I'm pretty lucky. I've got two dogs, so I've got to go out and take them for walks anyway. I'm sort of forced to. And I'm lucky that we live really close to a walking track. Like it's always buzzing with people taking walks every morning. Walking counts not only as great exercise, but it's just a great way to get some fresh air and clear your mind before you begin the day. You might prefer to do some different exercise. Walking is just something that works for me because I have to do it. And I also take this opportunity to listen to some of my favorite podcasts or just a playlist on Spotify, depending on what I'm in the mood for. I love music. I love dancing around in music. I don't dance around in my walks, I promise, but I just love listening to something that just gives me a bit of a break. And if you don't want to do the same, you can just go for a walk or do exercise without anything playing in the background, but do whatever works for you. I find music really therapeutic and uplifting. I find podcasts really inspiration. And that's why I choose to do it as part of my morning because it helps me start the day off on the right foot. Now, the next thing that I like to do is number eight, planning my meals. I know I like to get this done early. Now, we all know that good health is important, but it's so easy to be led astray if you don't have a plan in place. And if you get, you know, hungry later on, no wonder pizza and hot cheese like suddenly sound so attractive because you don't have a plan. So I find it's best to make a plan for the meals ahead. Like sometimes I do this on Sunday evening just so I have a good idea of what I'm planning to do for the week ahead. I also have like these set like 20 meal ideas that we sort of rotate. Maybe we just pick five different ones every week. But when you know when you what you're going to be having for meals, it takes away any of the stress associated with not having a plan. Like but this way, you know exactly what you're going to be doing for the day in terms of meals and like making sure that no one is starving. And you can plan for the healthiest option and most nutritious op- option ahead of time. You also get to note if you don't have an ingredient in stock, so just you can make sure you go and get it. I also, I hate to say this, but the reality is, is that I sometimes jumpstart actually cooking my meals really early in the day. I know that people find that so weird, but if I'm having a pasta dish, I might just cook the pasta in advance. Sometimes I do the whole meal in advance. As soon as the kids go to school, by nine o'clock, sometimes my whole dinner meal is already done. I just like getting it out of the way because I'm already in the kitchen at that point, like prepping school lunches and all that. And so it's just a time saver for me to prepare everything. Like I do bulk salads. I just won't dress the salad in advance. I'll do bulk meal prep. I just find it makes life so much easier later on in the day. And I don't ever do anything unless I feel like doing it. Like if I feel like getting it all a head start on that stuff, I'll play my music. I'll listen to a podcast and I'll do a bit of it. Maybe it takes half an hour to prepare something and then I'm done. 
And that brings me to number nine. I love to practice mindfulness. So once upon a time, it was all about meditation. But when I ever tried to do it in the past, I sort of failed miserably because my mind would sort of wander away. And so my new thing is mindfulness. It's just focusing on the present moment and nothing else. So it's sort of the same thing, but a bit different. Like it works for me. This means when I'm washing my face, I actually focus on the feel of the water on my skin. When I eat breakfast, I don't shovel the food in my mouth. I sort of focus on every bite. When I talk to the kids, I really listen to their words and observe their actions instead of letting my mind just drift off to other things. So just be mindful, be intentionally aware. And I know it's really hard to do it every single minute of the day. So I just try to practice mindfulness at the very least 15 minutes every morning just to center myself and remember and remind myself that life is happening right now, not yesterday, tomorrow, because this is it. And my final tip or the thing that I do in the mornings is definitely disconnect from social media. So our lives are crazy enough with technology and social media. We don't need to ruin our mornings by worrying about what other people have said or other people have done because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Nothing's going to happen if we don't check Facebook or Instagram in the mornings. You guys know I don't even have those apps on my phone anymore. Will all that stuff be waiting for you if you decide to check it out in in the day? You better believe it will. Like None of that stuff is going away anytime soon. So just give your mind a break from worrying about things that don't really matter I like to instead start the day focused on myself, my family, my own goals, my dreams, and just living intentionally and focused on the living, breathing people that are right now around me, including myself. So this is our life. We've got to do our best to start the day off on the right foot. Just find that by doing these 10 things, it just really starts my day so well. I feel so much better. It puts me in a really good mood, a positive, optimistic mood. And it makes everything that follows feel so much easier. So consider coming up with your own own morning routine. You don't have to do everything that I said. These are just the things that I've discovered through time that work for me. So I hope this episode has been useful for you. Thank you so much for being here with me. As always, I love and appreciate you all. And I will catch you in the next one. Until then, dream big, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.